Hello, all you barflies out there, and welcome to Bar, bar Friends, Friends Forever. Forever. I'm Susie. I'm Kina. And we're your bar friends. Forever. Forever. Ha, 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 ha. Spooky. Spooky <laughs> times. <laughs> We're definitely on our, our spooky season kick, if you guys can't tell. Can't stop, won't stop. Uh, the fall, you know, just brings like it out of us. The basic bitch um, season. Yeah. The fall brings us right out of our coffins. We're ready uh, yeah. to suck our, our summer blood. coffins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at this tan I got this summer. Yeah. Impressive. You know what? I, I hate the summer. I hate the summer. Okay. Cool. It's fucking overrated. I don't know why I live in California. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yet here we are. I like like I like when the beach is cold. When you get that like nice sea air, but it's cold. I'll take it any day yeah. over the summer. I don't know. The summer just blows. Um, and even living finally in a place that has central air, like... Now I'm just a slave to my house. I already fucking work there. Like, it's too much. Yeah, yeah. I don't have air, so that's another reason. I'm like, get me out of the summer. I need this fall yeah. air. I need this weather year-round. Year-round. Sure. Let's just keep it, you know, central air this shit up, California. Let's keep it at 65. Keep it crisp. Keep it crisp. Keep the pumpkin flowing. Yes. Keep the wine flowing. We're European now. Yes. Well, speaking of it being fall... We all know what that means. It's cuffing season. Cuffing season, yes. Yeah. You are cuffing this season. Uh, the cuff is cuffing, okay? The, the cuffing cuff is, is cuffing. cuffing. Um, I got I got a man's. All right. Sort of. It, no, it's not sort of. It's a thing. It's a thing, yeah. Yeah, last night it, there was a chill in the air. I made pasta from scratch. I invited him over. We had a great time. You know, it's, it's fall. Let's to be... To be fair, you started to cuff before fall, but you were just getting ahead of cuffing season. Yeah, you know, I got to get the applications in, decide yeah. who, who's going to put Line that cuff up. on. <laughs> uh, see who Which you're ready cuff, to cuff fits. I need the right fit. Uh, yeah, I I don't think I believe in cuffing season, but I also just don't date because I'm too lazy. Yeah. Um, I actually just learned what cuffing season is, and oh, I, yeah. I was on the fence about feeling like if I liked it or not. I, I think it applies in more extreme weather conditions. I am going to say that. Yeah. So if you're um, on the East Coast, we talked about New York recently, and it's all of a sudden going to get chilly and snowy. That's when you really need to hunker down and make sure that you can get laid regularly. Yeah. You can't Keep be the out body in these streets. You know? can't be out in these streets. Definitely not. Um, there's a, a, a funny um, SNL skit about cuffing season, but the girls all want a, a really fat guy. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I don't want washboard abs. I want something that's actually going to keep me warm. I mean, same, because yeah. in the winter, like, the body goes, yeah. you know? Why do you think I'm feeding my man pasta? <laughs> <laughs> keep him fat and keep him on his toes. Yeah, yeah. Over COVID, I uh, I, start, I did a sourdough starter. It's, sure, it's going strong did. for three years. Yes, it was a whole thing over I've COVID. I've had your sourdough. Mm -hmm. You made it one year for your birthday. It was very, very good. good. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, the, now the, the cuff, the old cuff is uh, obsessed with my sourdough, so it's just... Mm. part of my plot to 
get him get him a little chunkier more cushion for the pushing yeah and then there's like no judgment you know when when you put on pounds and I don't mean you Susie I mean like the inevitable (laughs) you I think Stoney and I jointly gained like like 40 pounds between the two of us what is that in a relationship when we started dating it sucked you just you can't control it it just happened you're happy you're drinking and wine. I couldn't lose the weight until we went through a breakup and a deep depression you know? yeah yeah I was the opposite with my most recent breakup I actually put on some weight and I'm I'm one or the other it's feast yeah. or it's famine <laughs> yeah. um, I'm eating my feelings or I'm not eating at all yeah and that's why I don't date guys yeah when I was younger it would have been yeah I've got this breakup body I'm, I'm totally. miserable now it's like you know what I'm chugging the alcohol I'm eating my feelings I took my breakup body to Greece you remember <laughs> I was looking, looking yeah real tight. snatched <laughs> <laughs> we will cover Greece at some point it was a wild trip we yeah, took together that'll be a three-parter oh yeah um well speaking of cuffing season I've I've tried to cuff um yeah. before and it didn't work for me this was again while I was living in New York, so call back, and I was trying out the apps. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was Halloween time, and I was at a Halloween party at my office. Um, this office loved parties, and like, yeah, I think we had kegs at this party. Like, sick, yeah, it was pretty <laughs> sick. Um, it, it was our founder and the company's long gone out of business so I don't care talking about it too much our founder was super young like young tech bro and like just wanted everybody to have fun you know so we would have these like insane parties so we had a Halloween party at our office on a Friday I think Halloween this year was on a Saturday so the party nights were like Friday and Saturday but I had happened to line up a app date for that Friday night so I left said company party where the booze was free and flowing went home got ready for a first date and I was like tempering my drinking yeah like I can't go on this app date and be like a fucking mess Mm -hmm. you know um so you already had a nice buzz going had a nice buzz um went home got ready and like texted I think we'd moved to text for sure and texted and said like hey I'm, I'm going like I'm five minutes away from the bar. Yeah. And I remember the bar was cash only. I was like, I even stopped the ATM and got some cash thinking in case he's not there yet, I want to be able to order my own drink. And yeah. Whatever. Independent lady. Yeah. So I sit down. It's a Friday night in Brooklyn. It's packed, you know, October, beautiful, crisp night. Yeah. Yeah. I think I ordered a whiskey. Like, who is she? Who I was is just. Who is she? It's October. <laughs> She's ready to cough. Exactly. <laughs> I thought it would be like, cool yeah yeah know. edgy you know whiskey yeah. on us <laughs> <laughs> and also keep me you know keep me warm a little get that booze jacket on yeah so I order the whiskey and I'm sipping it of course and then I'm like sipping it and like I can't finish this whole whiskey like where the fuck is this guy um no text check again no text um and then I noticed that he has his read receipts on okay so he had read my text oh come on from like fucking 30 minutes ago that said I'm five minutes away and something something broke inside me um wow wow that's rough I I I bet I still have this screenshot somewhere where I just went off and was like if you don't want to fucking go out with me you should say something it's a Friday like don't waste my time blah 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 like really yeah it was the whiskey talk lay into him yeah the whiskey talk yeah and then um I think my sign off was and you have your read receipts on motherfucker or something dumb like Ooh, that. Okay. Um, and that was it. I, w- I was stood up. He never responded. 
And yeah, a failed cuff. A failed cuff, another failed app date. But I haven't, I haven't really tried since then to, you know, lock anyone down in the fall. So that's where I'm at. But you got your boss trying to lock you down. She's trying to cuff. Oh my God, she cuffs. Um, (laughs) 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 Yes. Oh my God. So, like most tech companies, we use Slack. We're on Zoom. Everybody's like syncing their calendars. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's most companies sure. these days. Yeah, but I think when you work from home, you're expected to like you're on Zoom. You're you're on time for your meetings. You yeah. know how to dial in. Like nobody's an idiot here. Um, my new boss, she doesn't respond to Slacks. She doesn't love Zoom. Um, so she just asked for my phone number, and I think okay, I can give my phone number to my new boss of course um but now it's just like like, yo can I get your number girl hey I called you (laughs) hey and I'm like oh shit Uh, I slack her and hey I'm I'm actually in another meeting I'm gonna I'll call you back and somehow I've gotten myself into a situation where we talk on the phone once a day we text okay and it uh really overwhelmed me the other night because I was really stoned and I was like what if I accidentally call my boss while yeah. I'm sitting on the couch stoned like yeah I mean then I would hang up yeah it exactly is the answer whatever reason but not when you're stoned that the logic stoned, doesn't happen and not that logic doesn't happen and so quite literally and I'll show you and those two calls those are from her I cleared out my entire call log because it gave me so much anxiety I was like I'm just gonna clear it out in case I I like butt dial her while I'm high okay okay um, but then we had to talk on the phone two times and it's just like too close for comfort you know yeah. she's trying to cuff she's cuffing super hard before you know it she's going to be feeding you focaccia and, and homemade pasta i wish i mean <laughs> yeah if that were the case i would take this abuse <laughs> so in part of my cuffing experience uh my guy was over here uh, last night, like I said, and we ended up, he goes, I want, I want you to watch a show with me that I found on HBO Max. He goes, I'm not going to tell you too much about it. I just want you to kind of like see it to believe it kind of thing. I'm okay? so curious. Okay. So I, he goes, close your eyes. And I was like, okay. So he puts on this show because he wanted to skip the intro because the intro would have given it away. He puts on a show that's on HBO Max right now and it's called naked and dating or something like this yeah I haven't watched it but I've heard of it okay so it was the number when he found it the number one show on HBO Max okay premise of the show is a guy or a girl comes they stand in the middle of a room there are these pods around uh with like five other whatever sex they want to date yeah in the pod completely butt-ass naked Okay, you don't see it at first, but what happens is they go, oh, we want you to decide without clothes on why you want to date somebody. Why? I don't understand. Okay, so what happens first, they don't start with the face. Oh, you got a nice face. Let's let's go. Let's see your abs. Let's see your, you know, no, they lift up the bottom of the pod and just show wiener, 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 (laughs) wiener, wiener. (laughs) Like what? No blurring, like full on just junk out. This is the opposite of love is blind. It's like it's love is blind on meth. Like (laughs) that's what I said last night. I was like, what is happening right now? So they just start with the penis and the girl goes and puts her face all close and goes examining the penis and the, the female or whoever is the one in the middle they're fully clothed yes 
So she's fully clothed, just cool. dick judging. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then they go from there. Then they pull the door up a little more. Somebody gets eliminated. Like, but then you see the abs. Then finally you see or the not face. The abs. Yeah. Or, or the dad bod. Um, one guy last night made it to the finals with this like Greek god who had some design shaved into his head. And then it was this chunky little like computer nerd guy. And he was in the final. I was like, oh I really god. hope this guy wins. And he did not, sadly. But um, I was after one episode, I was like, I got to go. Like, this is just so odd. I-, I was like, I thought we had it bad when the Masked Singer came out. I'm like, what is oh, happening Oh, I never right watched now? that kind of shit. No, I haven't. But it's just you see the preview and you're like, what are you doing, America? Why are we here? Why? How did we get How here? How does this get renewed for another season? Yeah, and it keeps going. And now there's David Spade is doing a show called Snake Oil. They're like, tell us what you think, if it's snake oil or if it's real, like some toilet that cleans itself or... It's like, how did we get here as a community, as a country? Like, what has happened to our brains? Hot take. We could probably say the same for the number of podcasts out there. (laughs) Not (laughs) ours. Not ours. Very true. Very true. I mean, at least we're not, you know, just exposing those wieners and having a look. I don't know. Uh, I'll check it out you know when I have a (laughs) when my content plate isn't so full when you when you're like I really didn't find my cuffer I'm just gonna take a look at these wieners because also it's it's HBO it's full frontal like yeah I'm curious oh the funniest thing too is the okay first of all when you say it's HBO yeah so I was like how did America get here it's a British show oh for sure the Brits are very open yeah yeah so it's just like and then uh, by the end the person who's judging then takes their clothes off and it's this whole awkward thing everyone's naked and then they start fucking right there (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. and then they're like now let's see your technique in the bedroom yeah yeah it's we're one step away from that but one girl last night was saying like yeah you know it's so weird like I just it's so weird to just put my vag out there and then she's like (laughs) and then she goes am I allowed to say vag and me and my guy look at each other and we go you just, we just saw your clit on TV. We saw yeah. your whole fucking this is uterus. Full frontal. You can say that. <laughs> you can say vag, honey. <laughs> like yeah. It's so very odd. Also, we're more than one step away. It's called porn. Yeah, this yeah, is- yeah. Of course. <laughs> but I didn't sign up for porn when I signed up for HBO Max. Yeah. They yeah. did get that slutty new name. Maybe they're trying to just push max. it. Yeah, just Max. That's pretty slutty. Pretty slutty. Sounds like Cinemax to me. Skinemax. So we were considering topics for today and we landed on drugs. Yeah, why not? Yeah, uh, it's not super spooky season, but mine always are because when I smoke weed, it's a weird thing. Like I invariably almost hallucinate, not every time, but like I get these weird hallucinations where it's just like, I don't know if it's a chemical thing that my brain just can't, doesn't uh, mesh well with it. I have yeah. no idea. But... So the first time I ever smoked weed, uh, I was probably 22, 23. So Mm -hmm. very late starter. Um, And my girlfriends were in town. Uh, My best friend Jessica had just gotten married. And this was kind of like a post wedding trip, like before she moved out of town. Okay, Mm -hmm. so she she and um, some people came to L.A., we went to Vegas first, which was Oof. a whole nother story on its own. Like, maybe I'll tell that sometime. We'll have to have a Vegas. For sure. Vegas There's episode a, for sure. A lot of material on the Vegas episode. Yeah. Uh, or is there? Because that was a full blackout for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's there's enough there. 
Um, so we went to Vegas and then we end up back in LA. So one of the great things to do in LA is you go take a beach day, right? So me and my girls, we go to Santa Monica, very well-known beach here. We're laying out and someone, uh, Jessica just pops her head up off the beach towel and goes, let's smoke pot today. And I was like, okay, like we're in LA. I've never done it before. We can give it a whirl. Sure. So we just start asking people, which probably was mistake number one. Nah, it's California. Yeah, I yeah. I think it's fine. Yeah. We ask a couple of guys and they go, oh, yeah, 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 sure. Just give us a minute. We'll be right back. So they disappear for a little while. Mm-hmm. Could be a red flag. They come back with a joint and we all uh, partake in the joint, like right there on the beach. Um, this was before it was legal, but it was still just such yeah. a thing in California. If you're going to smoke anywhere, it's... It's on the beach in California. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So we no all... arresting you. Yeah. I think I probably took two hits max okay right like i'm i'm like kind of like trepidatious you know i've never done it before but i was like ready to try so we all take a couple hits and then we're like thank you and the guys are like sure bye you know okay that was friendly exactly you you didn't have to lose them or anything yeah yeah. friendly california stoners you're just your basic friendly neighborhood california stoner Mm -hmm. so then we're you know we all get a little high and we are like uh let's let's walk to find a restaurant and we had googled a restaurant it was like a fish shop something or other i forget the name and so we're walking down the sidewalk and Jessica looks at me and she goes, how do you feel right now? Because obviously she was feeling some type of way, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I, she had smoked weed yes, before, right? Okay. Yes. She had plenty of times. She knew what the feeling was like. And, yes. Yeah. She okay. knew the baseline. Um, she goes, how do you feel? And I was like, I feel like, and I was swinging my arms next to her. And I was like, I feel like I'm going through you right now. And she starts laughing and looks at the other girls and goes, guys, guys, Susie thinks she's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, shh, shh, I did not say that. I said, I'm not a ghost. I was like, I'm an entity of particles. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Such a fucking weed, like, mindset. But I felt like I was a ghost for sure. And then we're walking and we see this this wedding happening outside mm-hmm. at this beautiful wedding venue with these, like, beautiful like tree you know drooping trees like it's a gorgeous mansion we see we're like oh a wedding we're all on the same wavelength at this point oh a wedding and we're like gorgeous and we're looking we see the bride and she turns around and she looks like a hideous monster <laughs> and i'm sure she wasn't no you guys absolutely were just not hard. absolutely not yeah we were like whoa i don't know if everyone else saw the monster but i was like holy shit so then we make it down to this seafood place. We sit down. It's happy hour. We order a bunch of shit. We get like margaritas and they bring the margaritas and we all, you know, kind of take a sip at the same time. And we're like, ah, it's so strong. <laughs> and I'm sure it was a regular margarita. A happy hour margarita. Yeah. That it's not strong. Not strong. No, not strong. And we're, we're eating the food. We finish it up. We go into the bathroom and everyone's washing their hands and there's a dispenser on the wall and the girls start like getting uh whatever the liquid that's in the dispenser they start taking it in their mouths it's so (laughs) what so i go guys this is fucking soap what are you doing and they're like no it's mouthwash it's a mouthwash dispenser and i was like guys they're like i've seen these at the gym before it's a mouthwash dispenser and i was like you guys have fucking lost your marbles Okay, that is so gross. Yeah. So I don't to this day, I don't know if it was mouthwash or not. To this day, I don't know 
if that restaurant existed or not yeah. or if, if we were all were just like there or you were just sitting like on the concrete out. like like on meth like pretending like we're I drinking strong say, margaritas there's a strong chance that this was not just <laughs> weed you smoked you realize that right yeah so to this day like so the girls had to go to the airport the next day and the next day even everyone's st- like jessica's like i didn't want to say anything but that was not regular weed okay like, that's what i was thinking yeah was like i hope you know that that's not <laughs> yeah, what it's yeah, like yeah. when you get stoned yeah yeah, so she everyone still felt high the next day, you know, yeah. hours later, at least eight hours later. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like PCP or something. I totally. No idea to this day. So that was the thing. At the time, I was like, okay, either this this had to have been laced with some, yeah, something. Yeah, for sure. And, and since then, I've tried weed like a few times, and it just invariably still happens to me. Like I... Are you always smoking it? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think with edibles, it's not bad. I just get giggly. But yeah, you just need to figure out your dose, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I've come home after taking like one hit at the diamond, looked over at my bedside table and a fly had landed on my wine glass and it was like magnified like 10,000 times, like zoomed I mean, in, like cleaning, cleaning at, its legs. At the dime, it's still probably laced. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> more than likely, more than likely. So there's that one. And then there's just many, many, um, times but there's one particularly and it's kind of still on the new york theme okay um i was working at a very fancy restaurant in meatpacking district in new york it was called Valbella. i don't think it's there anymore no I don't yeah think so mm-hmm. but it was super fancy italian fine dining okay bartending there the owner was quite a character like he was such a little like creep little man he Sensing a theme here. Yeah. Talking about hitting on the hostesses. This guy, I think, was banging one of the hostesses and would yeah. pay her in shoes. And um, <laughs> this kind of place was the kind of place where the bridge and tunnel crowd came in on. For on sure. The especially weekend, to meatpacking. Especially to an Italian joint. Yeah. So it was like yep. all these. So at the time, I was like, holy, these people are so whack with their fake diamonds. No, no, no. These were like jersey probably mobsters wives with just dripping in jewels like coming for their like weekend dinner so i uh one of the things i i love one memory i love from this place was the owner i overheard him talking to a table like you know schmoozing a table one night and i overhear him going he was talking and he goes as long as the wives is happy who cares (laughs) (laughs) so the sopranos came and had had dinner me and my sister still use that line to each other like all the time as long as the wives is happy (laughs) who cares i love it (laughs) so this tells you what kind of place it was anyway one night getting off a shift um, some guys had been at the bar right and they were leaving and I was about to get off and they go oh hey do you want to come like smoke a joint with us and I was like yeah sure it's New York it's like whatever you meet somebody you just fucking hang like whatever wait sorry guys that worked at the restaurant with you or guys that were patrons patrons at the bar they were leaving about same time as I was I was wrapping up can't remember sure (laughs) (laughs) it was a long time ago um so I, I get out Oh, also at this place, Valbella, it was like I invented wine in a can because mm. we didn't have a soda gun. Mm-hmm. So we had sodas all in cans. OK. And we also serve Vuv Clicquot, 
by the glass. So we would just toss out a Coke, fill the can with Vouve, and we're chugging champagne that's a from classy, a can all night. That's a classy can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Classy can of Vouve. Yeah. So Also, get a fucking soda gun. <laughs> Isn't real, it cheaper? For real. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I think it's a lot involved to install that line and shit. But sure, sure. That that goes to show why they're no and longer then, in hey, business. And then, hey, I couldn't have invented wine in a can if they had had a soda gun. True, true. Um, I should have gotten that patent, man. Um, so anyway, I was probably toasty coming out, agreeing to smoke yeah. this joint. Um, so I smoke, I share a joint with these guys. They're like, do you want to go to, the, there was a club, a really loud club next door. Mm-hmm. And they're like, do you want to go next, we're going next door. And I was like, nope, I'm good. I get on the subway to go home. Yep. It's like probably, you know, five stops, something like that. Straight shot. Subway okay, line. Easy. Yeah. I'm on the subway and I don't know how this happened, but I ended up with my coworker, Tracy. And... <laughs> I start talking to her, like bitching about the owner of Valbella. Mm-hmm. And we're talking and shooting this shit. And she's cracking up. And I keep looking around, and everyone in the subway car is also laughing. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, okay, they're just listening to my conversation. I have no idea. And so I, I'm like, okay, bye. My, my stops there. I, I get off. This was a time in my life when I was I was going to go on a vacation, so I was dieting, okay? So I was probably really hungry. Yeah. So I'm, and you just smoked a joint. Yes. Yeah, so I'm hungry. I haven't eaten, probably. So I'm walking home. I can sense someone walking behind me on the sidewalk, okay? I hate that feeling, but Yeah, yes. yeah. When someone's just yes. kind of walking in same step with you, but just... Especially when it's late at night in New York. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Anywhere, yeah. but yes. You have to be aware. Yeah. I look... I take a glance back it's a girl but she's still walking like very in step with me but just maybe like 10 feet back right okay so I'm walking and walking and walking and I, I just can keep sensing her and I keep looking back like a schizophrenic person looking back at her and then at some point I just turn and I scream at her <laughs> I gotta have my skittles <laughs> I gotta have my skittles yes and I run <laughs> I think I just wanted Skittles really, really bad. Okay. What strikes me most is that when you're hungry, you need Skittles. I need like, Skittles. How yeah. is that? I needed candy. Yeah. Okay. That's that's just one anecdote yeah. from this, but keep going. Okay. So then I get home. My roommate Grace is there. She knows it's a, a I'm in dire straits. So we go to the bodega on the block and I get, to your point, candy. I get Airheads, Skittles. Yeah. Every airhead that I put in my mouth and chew up, I feel like it's growing in my mouth and choking me. I hate that feeling. I know <laughs> yeah. that feeling. Yeah. yeah. So I'm spitting them out. Grace is like, stop. I'm spitting them in bushes. She's like, what are you doing? You wasted the <laughs> airhead, Susie. You're gross. No, she was like, you're gross. Stop that. I'm like, I can't help it. It's choking me. It's a murder airhead. So I get back home. My mom, we're from Louisiana. My mom had sent me a care package with these pralines. Pralines oh. are just these sugary kind of so good yeah yeah it's like pecans i think and yeah caramelized like candied like kind of fudge type thing very sweet and i'm like i need those pralines i had thrown them up on like a top shelf because i was dieting i just wanted them far far away and i get them down and i'm eating them and again (laughs) they start choking me they grow in my mouth and choke me and i'm like why would my mom send me killer pralines (laughs) Oh, so you're not even <laughs> tying this back to the fact that you're fucking stoned. No. With, like, probably no. nothing in your body. I'm like, my mom's trying to murder me. It's that the bodega <laughs> is selling killer candy. Yeah, killer. Night of the killer candy. And I don't remember how it ended, but 
I mean, all I remember is the killer candy. It was a terrifying experience, and I don't recommend it. Uh, that's a wild story. That's happened to me when I've been stoned before. And for me, it's when I'm swallowing. Yeah. And I will, like, try to drink something because I'm so stoned. I'm like, I sh- you just drink some water, Kina. Yeah. And then I swallow, and I'm like, my throat is closed. <laughs> I have literally called yeah. my best friend from college, and I'm like, Chelsea, my throat has closed. Yeah. She goes, you realize we're, you're talking. Like, we are having a conversation. You're not dying. Your throat has not closed. I'm like, but it's closed. But I, this is the end. My yeah. mom sent me killer pralines. Interesting, because I thought, so the guy I'm kind of seeing, um, he has the same kind of, at some point in his life, he started getting very almost schizophrenic on weed. And he Googled it, and he said there's a small percentage of the population where weed actually interacts with your brain in a way that makes you schizophrenic. Like, you have schizophrenic tendencies. For sure. First of all, he's probably taking a leap with diagnosing himself as (laughs) schizophrenic from weed. But yes, and I was going to say my weed-smoking journey is a rich one okay the, yes. the first time that I smoked weed was on the island that I grew up on and like for sure it wasn't actual weed because drugs were not allowed on the island there were like drug dogs like it's a whole thing mm-hmm. um but somebody had apparently like smuggled this weed okay and I was out so it was in a butt um yeah <laughs> it's probably, <Butt> weed. <laughs> probably in a butt um so I was out crushing Bud Lights on the beach as we do mm-hmm. and um somebody pulls out a, a joint and I say joint loosely because who knows what the fuck was in it yeah or whose butt it was in <laughs> um so I say sure why not I think I was 18 or something mm-hmm. um and it's important to note that I was a heavy heavy smoker at the time I was just crushing Marlboro Light menthols. I was a big menthol smoker um, for a couple of years. Not proud of all the smoking I was doing, but it's a fact. Everybody knows it. Yeah, sure. We're not proud of a lot of shit we've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're talking like a pack and a half a day. Like it was intense. I was also probably dieting, not for a vacation, (laughs) but just for my disordered life. Yeah, exactly. Um, And so we smoked this joint and my, I was with a friend of mine, Sarah, and she was like, Kina, the craziest thing is going to happen when you smoke this joint. Light a cigarette afterwards. And I was like, okay, duh. Like only my 18th cigarette of the day. No problem. Yeah. So we finished the joint um, and I go to light my menthol, of course. Um, and I didn't know this because it was my first time smoking weed. But all of my friends were like, oh, man, the first cigarette you have after smoking weed, like it tastes even better Um, And I thought, great, I can't wait for this ride. How Mm -hmm. can this cigarette get even better? Yeah. Um, And I I took a drag and it was the grossest fucking thing I've ever tasted in my life. I was like, this is disgusting. I can't have this cigarette. Um, And my my girlfriend, Sarah, who apparently had the same experience a day before, hands me a non-menthol cigarette and says, "Okay, now try this. And I take a drag and it was like delicious, wonderful, got me off the menthols. That's not a very interesting story. It would be if I got off cigarettes, but it like completely changed my palate yeah for and I can't have a menthol well menthols are terrible for you they have glass oh, they're disgusting in there. they have glass yeah, yeah. um so, so that's that was a good good progress good anyway. progress uh but my weed smoking really picked up when I was living in Hawaii still in college got a ton of those college stories mm-hmm. um but I've always been a working woman I worked in the university's fiscal office Uh-oh. so I was um 
I don't know her doing a lot of shit with like grants and stuff like for a specific college at the university Uh, but I lived about half a block away and this is when I was in the full height of being a stoner and so I would um, hit a bong in the morning go to accounting class, Whoa. <laughs> go to work at the fiscal office, Oh my God. walk home for lunch, rip the bong again, Wow! walk right back to work and work the rest of the day. And I wow. always wondered, like, did they know that I was stoned? Holy shit. But for whatever reason, like I was just operating at a level where being stoned all the time was like working for me. Wow. And a bong? Like, I don't understand who that. Who am I? Yeah. But what was strange is then um, after I graduated college and like got a real job and shit like that. I had the same thing where every time I smoked weed, like I went psychotic. I was seeing things. Okay, okay. And so it was really, I don't know if it was a change in lifestyle or a change in the weed that I wasn't getting it from Hawaii anymore. But um, for several years, I could never smoke. And I've only recently gotten into edibles, but I had to find my dose. So I totally yeah. think that happens. So maybe I'm not schizophrenic is what you're saying. I don't think you're schizophrenic. Okay. But I think that depending on your age and the type of weed you're smoking, yeah. something just changes. But that wasn't my story uh, for today's drug episode. My story is about mushrooms. Yes, we love it. We love to hear it. Uh, So the first time I took mushrooms, I was again in Hawaii. I was with a group of friends. I think guys for the most part. Maybe there was another girl there. I don't remember. And we were on the North Shore. And so who knows if I had class that day. Probably did. (laughs) Probably didn't go. Yeah. Um, But we were on the North Shore and probably smoking weed and a friend pulled out a bag of mushrooms, like true, just mushrooms, Mm -hmm. not good, not chocolates. Like this was way back in the day. I'd never done them. And I thought, what better time and place than with a group of friends on a private beach on the North Shore? Yeah, gorgeous. Ate the mushrooms, had the most magical day of my life. Mm -hmm. There was like a bikini photo shoot happening so it was just my group of friends and I and then I look to the left and I see this like model in a bikini and a photographer I don't I still don't know if that actually happened or I was like hallucinating it (laughs) you're like we're on a sports illustrated beach totally but (laughs) like swimming in the water we lit a bonfire sounds awesome it was amazing and I I kept thinking this is the best day of my life and then I I got a ride back into Honolulu with a friend and I told him on the way home Kevin I just I need fried chicken so we stopped at KFC I got you know a little fried chicken. Amazing. Best day of my life. So about, I don't know, six months or a year later, maybe not that long, I get an opportunity to do mushrooms again. Yeah. And I thought for sure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Best day of my life. Best day of my life. Um, so I was with just one other friend at the time and we come up with a great idea to take mushrooms and go to the zoo. <laughs> okay. And this is a very different environment. We are not on the North Shore. No. We're not in a private beach at There's a bikini not a photo shoot. Sports Illustrated model yeah. getting We're photographed. We're sitting in her car, like mm. eating mushrooms out of a Ziploc bag. <laughs> like, it is not the same. But I thought, you know what? That was the best day of my life. I'm mm-hmm. going to recreate this day. And in my mind, Uh, The Honolulu Zoo is outside. It's in Waikiki. You can see Diamond Head. I thought we're going to be outside and I'll see like a giraffe and like all these beautiful animals. Yeah. I will. It'll just be magical. Yeah. Mind blowing. Magical. Exactly. So we wait for the shrooms to kick in and then we go to the zoo. (laughs) And I didn't think this through because it was positively terrifying. (laughs) Security guards. Animals in cages. (laughs) 
I just started to cry. I was so scared. You started to cry? For sure. I I cry when I'm uncomfortable. I don't know if you know that about me. Um, and I just, I like, I was like, they're so sad. They don't want to be here. And I had a full meltdown. Oh, my God. Um, so we had to abort the zoo. Yeah. And um, by by then, we're, like, both tripping super hard. Okay. And so we decided. How long were you at the zoo for? It could have been two hours. Yeah, it could have been five tell. minutes. Right, it was yeah. probably eight minutes. Yeah. If, like, <laughs> if I'm being objective here. Yeah, the thing with mushrooms is time always passed. It seems like a lot of time has passed, but yes. it's been like five minutes. Yes. The time passes so slow. But then later in the trip, or I, I guess I'll, I won't jump ahead, um, but we were across the street from Waikiki Beach. And so we thought, whew, the zoo was a bust. Yeah. But you know what? The beach is probably safe, safe place yeah. yeah um for whatever reason we are both wearing jeans I don't know um and sitting on the sand in jeans it's not super comfortable but we just sit and I was just watching sand fall through my fingers just like yeah. mesmerized by the sand it's relaxing yeah just sitting side by side with my friend both probably just looking fucked up out of our minds I want to say I had sunglasses on I hope I did <laughs> and yeah. then a Japanese tourist walks up to us and is holding out her camera uh-huh. and we were like you want us to take your picture and uh no she wanted to take a picture of us <laughs> sitting there <laughs> fucked up in our jeans Why? in the sand I have no <laughs> clue and we both just looked up like what and she just clicks and says thank you and runs away and I was like we looked at each other like what the what the fuck, fuck? just happened interesting um so that was a terrible trip and what I was going to say about time passing is the zoo was probably eight eight minutes to ten minutes max short but then we then went and sat back in her car because it felt like the only safe place oh gosh and probably sat there for three hours like (laughs) listening to music because we were too afraid yeah of of the the outdoors Yeah. yeah so time is a is a tricky thing. Um, I think it's all relative. Yeah. Yeah. But I have since, uh, I had never done mushrooms again until you and I started microdosing a couple yeah. years ago. Microdosing um, is a different story. I think mushrooms have come a long way as well. Totally. Totally. I mean, yeah. like I said, I was eating it out of a fucking bag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but no, no, I no. just, I couldn't take a chance after that. It was like the scariest yeah. trip of my life. The thing about mushrooms. Yeah. It's like one small little click on the dial and you're going from really positive to really negative you got to be in the yeah. right headspace so but also the zoo was probably in the early 2000s people weren't using mushrooms like that it was yeah. like let's trip let's eat an eighth or something crazy yeah. oh I don't mean I just mean a, a click on the dial of like the 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 room mood oh, you know what I mean yeah. like the surroundings so so if you see something that you think is all of a sudden sad then your entire trip is gonna go sad all of a sudden yeah right yeah and the other thing about mushrooms I think uh so mushrooms for me feel like Christmas they feel warm and fuzzy if, if everything if all goes well and then there's a little part of it at the end that almost feels like Halloween when you're coming down, right? You're really leaning into this <laughs> spooky season. No, but that's how I feel. So the first time I did mushrooms, a full dose, was with um, the the human trash I dated last. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. and, but we, we ended up... Um, he would always go to bed really early. So we had this full dose of mushrooms and they last a long time. It's like an eight hour endeavor. For sure. Um, and he went to bed and I was in bed with him with all the lights out. 
and I uh, we were listening to music and then when the music it was fine it was Christmas and it was dark in the room it was dark in the entire house mm-hmm. and then when the music s- sort of wound down and stopped all of a sudden in my trip we both died I saw us like becoming skeletons yeah Hank was a skeleton we were dead and I kept having to touch Hank and touch the sky and be like, okay, we're, we're not we're dead. Yeah. We're not skeletons. It was terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And I was frozen in the dark in this bed. And I because I didn't want to wake him up in my mind because he was sleeping. And because he was dead. <laughs> because he was dead. I'm like, <laughs> rest in peace, sweet <laughs> lover. <laughs> you didn't want the zombie to I didn't want to the zombie awaken. to awake. I know. Little did I know. But yeah, it just can be a ter- That turned into a terrifying thing. And finally, yeah. I peeled myself out of the bed and made myself go turn a light on. Yeah. And then it changed everything. It changed the whole yeah. atmosphere. But it, it can be a tricky thing. It's a real sure. trip. Yeah. Pun intended. Hey. <laughs> All right, now we're bringing back around our favorite segment. Is that annoying? The part of the show where we talk about things that are annoying that you do in a bar or things that are annoying that a bartender might do to you. Um, I have a specific one from recently at work. Um, There was a woman at the bar and my uh, coworker was standing right next to me. So we heard this whole interaction and she comes to me and she goes, she was going to order and she goes, un martini blanco please martini blanco exactly my my reaction exactly <laughs> and i said i'm sorry and she goes un martini blanco please and i was like oh okay I, and i did i wanted to say this in the most unoffensive way possible i was like i'm, I'm so sorry do, do you speak english because i didn't know what she yeah. was asking for or margarita blanco or martini blanco is what she ca- she said twice and then i i just as politely as i could as unoffensively as i could possibly muster i, I was like i'm so sorry i don't know i don't know what you're asking for do you do you speak english and she looks at me so indignant and she goes i am speaking english oh my god with no <laughs> accent that's fucking yeah. crazy and i go oh okay and she goes I- i'll just have a, a cosmo and i was like Oh, okay, okay. And after this, I look at my fellow bartender and I was like, am I crazy? Like, she was speaking Spanish. She said, un martini blanco. She said, un. Yeah. And he, and he goes, she was speaking Spanish and I don't know what she was asking for. Okay. That is very annoying. Wild. And my, my point is, like, just always remember you're the drunk one. You're the drunk one. You are not speaking English. Don't come at me with an attitude because I... I'm confused. That reminds me of a time that we were out at the Trocadero. Okay. I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> Probably not. Um, we were with people that don't matter. Um, and <laughs> we had had a couple of martini blancos. <laughs> um, and then we were switching to wine because we're reasonable girls. Mm-hmm. And you ordered, I don't know, whatever. Like there were only so many red wines on the menu and the waiter came over and I don't know what took over me but I didn't say like I'll have the cab I said I'll have a Cabernet Sauvignon <laughs> do you remember that yeah you yeah, guys yeah. gave me so much <laughs> shit about it I was like what I don't 
Cabernet Sauvignon. So that was me. I was at Snatch. I ordered a Martini Blanco. I I'm wanted so the sorry. Martini Blanco. Okay, that's hilarious, but it's even worse that it reminded me of myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Un Martini Blanco, por favor. Cabernet Sauvignon. Another one that happened recently at work was there was this guy at the bar. It was busy, so it was loud in there, okay? Mm-hmm. And he he mumbles something. He's a quiet talker. And he goes, <laughs> and I was like, I- I'm so sorry, I can't hear you. And he, <laughs> one more time. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry, I-, I can't hear you. And he goes, can I have a Negroni with Bombay Sapphire? Ooh. And then he goes, well, God, you have to read lips to work here. And I was like, yeah yeah anger management it's I look at him (laughs) I look at him and I smile with the biggest joker smile and I was like yeah it's loud in here and and this guy was dead ass serious like coming in with some anger management issues don't have anger management issues at the bar it's just embarrassing for you let's not do that it it does suck though um I'm hard of hearing from all my years in the club Um, I'm not kidding. Um, yeah, me neither. And it does suck when, like, I'll go and I'm a loud talker. I'll yeah. go and order a drink and I'll probably yell like the hot casola, and then <laughs> un martini blanco, <laughs> martini blanco. And then somebody, like the bartender, says something to me, and I'm just like, yeah. And I'm just nodding. They're like, I said Tito's or kettle. Like, You're like, yep. Yep, all of it. Give I'll have all them both. Um, and I, I try <laughs> to Blanco. I try to fake my way through yeah. whatever question. But like, that's honestly why I couldn't hang out at the dime late night. I couldn't hear anyone. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. To to flip the coin, if you can't hear, just be polite about it. Oh, I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, I would yeah, just you know smile. I mean? yeah, and just smile and I'm be a like, pleasant person. Take whatever you give me. Don't have anger management. It's like, yeah. honey, maybe you shouldn't be in a bar right now. Maybe you should really just yeah. stop that drinking. Something's going on. Yeah, go home and meditate. Yeah, take some mushrooms. <laughs> exactly. Have a martini blanco. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if y'all have made it through this episode, congratulations. Pour Pour yourself yourself a martini. Martini Blanco. Blanco. (laughs) I knew you were going to say it. Uh, We appreciate you guys. Follow us on Instagram at barfcast. That's B-A-R-F-F cast. And email us, barfcast at gmail.com. We want to hear your drug stories. Did you ever go to the zoo on mushrooms? Uh, (laughs) And spooky season, you'll be getting more... Um, seasonal content from us. We've got some fun content coming your way. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you click follow. And if you like the show, leave us a five-star review and a rating. We would super appreciate it. And we love you guys. Stay safe out there. Get your Halloween costumes ready. And we will see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Cheers. Cheers.